0: Welcome to the Mach 1 Market Moment podcast with the team at Mach 1 Financial Group. The Mach 1 Market Moment podcast starts now. Well, hello and welcome to another edition of the Mach 1 Market Moment. I'm Mark Cawett alongside David Lee of Mach 1 Financial Group, serving you in Northwest Arkansas. He is a retirement income planning specialist. You can find him online at mock one financialcom That's Mach-1Financial.com. Mach-1Financial.com. Or you can call the office 479-876-2100. That's 479-876-2100. With that, David, hello, and welcome back to the podcast. How are we doing today? Hey,
1: Mark. Thanks. Doing great. How about you?
0: Always good to be with you. I have an interesting topic I want to get into here with you today. I hope you can settle a debate for us. All right. (laughs) Depending on who you ask, you could get very different answers to some of retirement planning's many questions, right? There are a lot of opinions out there. And of course, we should preface on the show that these are just your opinions as well. But I would like to see where you stand on issues like insurance, mutual funds, annuities, and some other things. And if you could also explain to us why there are so many different opinions out there. Sure. So let's dive right in here. First debate that you see often is the debate between paying off debt or building up savings. Which is more important in your
1: opinion? That's a great question. And the truth is that they're both important. And I think that's probably why it's such a debate, right? Because there are strong arguments on both sides of that to be made, which is more important paying off debt or building up savings, strong arguments on both sides. The argument you'll typically hear is, for example, if you're talking about paying off a house, my mortgage interest rate is only 3.75% or whatever. I think I can make a better rate of return than that in my investment. So I'm not going to pay off my house for example, or it could be a credit card or whatever. But I think fundamentally, the main argument to be made here is before you begin a savings or investment plan, it is important to get out of debt first. That part I don't think is very debatable. It's the Dave Ramsey methodology. For those of you who've heard of Dave Ramsey and Total Money Makeover or Financial Peace University, it's the concept that he teaches there, which is you know get out of debt first, build up a few months of emergency savings, and then and only then should you begin saving for retirement. And that even includes putting money in your 401k. If you've got a lot of credit card debt, now we're not talking mortgage debt to be clear here. I'm not suggesting that you pay off your mortgage and get out of all debt before you begin saving for retirement. But if you've got a lot of credit card debt, for example, and auto, you know, vehicle debt, our recommendation would be that you aggressively pay down those debts get them paid off, and then start accumulating several months' worth of emergency savings before you begin accumulating savings for retirement. And the reason is because think of your retirement savings and your debt as a bucket. So if accumulating wealth for retirement is like pouring water into a bucket, debt is like having holes in the bottom of that bucket. So you want to first fill in the, the holes at the bottom before you start pouring water in the top of it. Otherwise, you're just kind of fighting a losing battle. So we first want to pay off high-interest credit card debt, vehicle debt, vehicles. We want to get paid off because that's a depreciating asset. We want to do that before we start accumulating for savings for retirement.
0: Now, you mentioned there in the mix, talking about different types of debt. You mentioned a mortgage, right? And I think that's another popular debate. Do you pay the house off as soon as possible or keep the mortgage as long as you can? Some people call this good
1: debt. Yeah. And again, I think what you're going to hear from me is that the reason why these are such debatable questions is because, again, there's good arguments on both sides. So, the good debt that you're talking about with respect to mortgage debt is obviously you get a mortgage interest deduction that you can deduct from your tax return. So, that helps you a little bit. Plus, houses typically are an appreciating asset as opposed to vehicles, for example, which are depreciating assets. So, You know, the question is, should we pay off the house as soon as possible or keep a mortgage as long as we can? Well, the answer is it depends on how you're paying the house off. For example, a lot of times I have people come in they're like, hey, I'm finally 59 and a half. I can take all this money out of my 401k. I'm thinking of just taking a big chunk out of my 401k and paying my house off. Should I do that? And the answer almost universally is no. And the reason for that is because every dollar you take out of that 401k is taxable. So, by taking a big chunk out of your 401k or IRA, it causes your taxable income to go way up and it will cause you to pay significantly more taxes than you anticipated in almost every situation. So, there are bad ways to pay off house debt, there are smarter ways to pay off house debt. The answer is you should pay off your mortgage in as short a period of time as you can while you have a job and while you're working. So, for example, if you had the choice between getting a 30-year mortgage or a 15, I'd recommend a 15. If you had the choice between making one house payment a month versus paying bi-weekly, I'd recommend you do it biweekly because you're making an extra principal payment per year. So, yes, I think you should pay off all debt, including mortgage, in an accelerated manner. But there are some bad ways, I guess you would say, to pay off mortgage debt. One example is the one I just gave, paying off by taking a large withdrawal from an IRA or 401k. Don't do that.
0: All right, David, from here, I kind of want to go in a different direction while still talking about this debate. Of course, these are all hotly debated things, but let's talk about some different types of products here. Specifically, we're going to talk about insurance first, and then we're going to jump into annuities, which are kind of a branch from that. You can explain that. But the first debate, should you buy term life insurance or permanent life
1: insurance? Here again, the reason it's a debate is because there are pros and cons on both sides of it. So, Permanent insurance, in my opinion, should only be used to cover a liability that's going to happen no matter when you die. For example, death taxes. So if you're a really high net worth right now, you can be worth something like $10 million without having to incur death taxes. But if your net worth is significantly over that, you know that your estate is going to incur some pretty hefty taxes from the federal government upon death. So you could purchase permanent life insurance because eventually you're going to die And that permanent life insurance policy will pay a tax-free death benefit to the estate when you die, which would then be used to offset the taxes owed to the federal government. So that is an example of when it makes sense, in my opinion, to buy permanent life insurance. Where it does not make sense, in my opinion, to buy permanent life insurance is the argument that is often made that, well, it's partially an investment and partially insurance, or it's a forced savings plan or whatever. I can think of a lot better investment vehicles than insurance. Insurance should never ever be used as an investment vehicle. Insurance should be used to cover liabilities that are gonna be incurred in the event of death or to create an estate in the event of an untimely death. So for example, if you're a young person maybe you don't have a lot of income and maybe you've got a lot of mortgage debt and things like that when you're young and you've got a young family, perhaps young children. And in the unlikely event that you die at a young age, your family is going to need a lot of assets to live off of for the rest of their life. So in that case, you would want to buy a low cost term life insurance policy that's maybe going to last you for 10, 20, 30 years, because eventually over that 10, 20, 30 year period, you're going to be able to build up an estate with good financial planning. So The answer is that both make sense in certain circumstances. That's why it can be so confusing to decipher what the truth is, because depending on who you're talking to, you're going to hear different answers. And the truth of the matter is, whether you should buy term or permanent greatly depends upon your unique circumstances.
0: And finally, David, kind of enter this one for us. (laughs) I think you'll see that this one doesn't have an easy answer either. But annuities, are they good or bad?
1: Yeah, great question. Again, the answer is just like I've been saying throughout the theme of this is it depends. So you've probably seen commercials on TV from a gentleman, I can't think of his name right now, but he says, annuities are the devil. You know, I'll never buy the annuity. They're terrible, 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 whatever. That's actually not the truth either. There are situations where annuities are good. There are situations where annuities are bad. Annuities, for example, are the only vehicle where You can guarantee income for life, guarantee it for life. So for example, if you've got a husband that's got a pension and he's gonna lose half of it if he dies first and you wanna be sure that you're not gonna lose that portion of the income for your life if he dies first, you can buy an annuity and it's a fairly easy math problem that any advisor can do for you. You can figure out what's the right amount of money, not too much or too little to put in that annuity to offset that loss of income when he eventually dies that's an example of where an annuity use can be very good in my opinion where an annuity use can be perhaps not so good as variable annuities with high fees and expenses where you still have risk of loss not my favorite vehicle as an investment vehicle going back to the idea of what we just talked about never ever use insurance as an investment use insurance to cover a risk of loss that's how we use annuities here at Mach one financial so annuities can be good or it can be less than good depending on what the objective is that's being sought.
0: Well, David, as folks have been listening, if they have questions about some of these different products we've talked about, these different types of insurance, annuities, if they have questions about some of these debates and you know, who they should be listening to, how to go about seeking information, if they just want to get more specific about their retirement, what does it look like to call in and come in for a visit with you and the team?
1: Yeah, just call us at 479-876-2100, or you can go to mock-the-number-one-financial.com and just speak with one of us or one of our associates here, and we will put you on the calendar, and we'll sit down for an hour, hour and a half, go through all of your objectives, what your plans are, what your dreams are, what your goals are, and we will end up developing over the course of realistically two appointments, we'll end up developing a custom plan that's tailored for you that has the right amount of risk. Not too much risk that you're potentially going to run out of money due to market loss and not too little risk that you're going to run out of money due to not earning enough on your money during your lifetime, but just the right amount of risk, that Goldilocks amount of risk, not too much, not too little. And everybody's number and risk number is going to be different based on their age how much they've accumulated, how soon or how late they want to retire, how much they want to be able to spend per month in retirement. All those unique factors, among many others, are going to make everybody's situation unique to them. So we will figure out the plan that's unique to you and show you the optimal lowest risk path to achieve your goals.
0: If you'd like to schedule your visit with the team, you can reach out and you can call 479-876-2100. That's 479-876-2100. That'll put you in touch with David Lee and the team at Mach 1 Financial Group. Get a complimentary review of your situation. Get answers to your financial questions. Just call 479-876-2100. That's 479-876-2100. This has been the Mach 1 Market Moment. advisory services through Capel Advisory Solutions LLC dba Fusion Capital Management investments and or investment strategies involve risk including the potential loss of principal please see full disclosures at www.mock-1financial.com